Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show presented by TLR Coatings, Michigan's number one custom powder coating shop. Make sure to check them out. Link in the description below for all your custom powder coating slash coating needs. Uh, but we don't Coat guns, just an FYI. I am Travis, your host here. What, who are you talking to? Who am I talking to? No, who's just yeah, that noise in the to? background? I'm not talking to anyone. Is that a TV? I'm working on it. Are you, ahead, are you seriously watching TV? You couldn't even turn it off? I'm good, dude. We're good. All right. All right. Anyway, with me on the show here, normal co-host, former amateur mechanic, former Chinese scooter mechanic, Justin Hartzell. <laughs> Welcome to the show, bud. How we doing today? Oh, hey, man. No, I'm, do I'm doing great. You know, this is only like the ninth thousandth show we've done. Dude, this isn't the night. We're only doing these like every two weeks. And by the time I, I put know. this out, it's going to be like three weeks since the last one. So we got lots of time. Um, oh, I know. Also with us on the line here, washed up, A-class rider, uh, trying to throw some oppos at the dunes, probably the next dune goon. He is our future pro card holder here. Cole Ugetti. Cole, what is up, man? Welcome to the show. Oh, not a lot, man. I am uh I'm currently meal prepping for my attack on the pro end. Oh, you're meal prepping. Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh are we oh, no, you're getting ready to go ride with Axel Hodges. You know how hard I've been training? I went to Planet Fitness last night and I walked on a four and a half inclined at 3.0 for 30 minutes and that's all wow, I did. Wow, look at you. What'd your heart rate get Man. to? Man. My heart rate was like 130. Wow, look at you. Getting the low, slow and long, baby. Slow and long. No, so when you're a sales rep riding around in a Civic all day, you get fat. Well, uh, <laughs> that, that can be a thing too. And you, you want to know what my biggest problem is what is it i can't pass the chick-fil-a without stopping oh man that's better than mine you want to know what my problem is Sweet sweetwater's donuts oh god and i when i go to Plainwell to do the sandblasting i drive by no matter what i do whether i take the highway or the back way i go by sweetwaters i either go by the sweetwaters in Plainwell or i go by the sweetwaters on sprinkle road and i gotta tell you it's oh. it's rough for me not to stop and get a couple of donuts man yeah, and they got that drive-thru, which is dangerous. Oh, dude, I know. The drive-thru is super dangerous because you just roll up. You're like, yo, let me get one of those Carmelos and one of those chocolate ice rings. And they're like, all right, it's $2.65. Hang on, hold, up, hold the phone. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. They have Carmelo donuts? The one in Plainwell does. The one on Sprinkle doesn't anymore. Super mad. I love Carmelo bars. I'm, I'm in. Oh, man. Travis, I'm not going to lie. I've known you for how long now, and I never knew you had a thing for donuts. Dude, you know, I've always liked them, but recently is when it's got real bad of, like, I eat them all the fucking time. I don't think I've ever even seen you eat a donut. Oh, my God, dude. 
I get down on some damn Sweetwater's donuts, all right? Now, don't get me wrong. Those little shitty, like, Krispy Kremes and stuff like that, I'm not as big of a fan of those. Like, I'll still eat them or, like, if there's some crappy Walmart donuts or something. But, oh, man, I get down on some Sweetwater donuts. Good to know. Donut talk. Good to know. All right. So we have a special guest on the show tonight here. Let me call him up. I think he's done with dinner now. So you two hold tight. I'm going to bring him on here just a second. Let's... Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. This is great oh, radio. Boy. This is great here we radio. Go. Oh, God. You're going to ruin it. Oh, right, here we go. Ever? Oh, no. There's this no is ruining. monumental stuff. There's no oh, God. All right. Hold on. I'm calling him. Here we go. He's not going to pick up, is he? He'll pick up. Oh, okay. Oh, he sees your number, and he's like, fuck, I got to answer. Why can I not? He's like. Oh. Oh, it's ringing. Here we go. Hello. Yo, is this pro rider Kevin Morans? This is. Oh What's my up? god, bro! I'm a huge fan. Uh, how you doing, my man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Hold on, let me merge all the calls here. Maybe is it the phone gonna work? Is everybody there? Yeah. Kevin, can you still hear? Yeah, team iPhone. Why? Do you have a Droid? What? <laughs> no, dude. I got the iPhone, but these, dude, I got. You know how? You guys know how it works. I gotta call everyone individually, and I gotta merge the calls. So, uh, Kevin, you are on the line with my normal co-host Justin and Cole. Uh, okay. Uh, Justin is a former amateur mechanic slash Chinese scooter mechanic, and Cole oh, is you a, that shit. God damn it. Cole is a future uh, pro card holder, currently washed up A class rider, who's uh, getting oh, his training Jesus. on here. He's getting ready. I'm gonna I'm gonna off the bike train him, and we're gonna get him his pro card next year. It's gonna be great. Cole, you're getting blown out already. <laughs> if you uh. Bro, if you train me, I'm gonna go downhill, probably. Absolutely. Oh. Hey, of the I'm gonna go back fired. Yo, let's just put this out here. Of the of the four of us on this call, who here has ran multiple marathons? Not me. Not me. Bingo. Uh, so I got this off the bike training thing on lock. We're golden. All right. Just need to work out the on the bike stuff. On the bike is not so good, but I'm staring at this brand new Yamaha right next to me, and boy. Yeah, you're fucking. <laughs> I don't know what a you're Yamaha a is. I don't know yeah, what a you're, Yamaha is. But you're I'm a traitor, bro. I, I, you're dude, a traitor, bro. I tell you what, this may be the best trading I've ever done because <laughs> this thing is Bro, awesome. did you like shine it up real nice and then just like stare at it for 20 minutes or something? I, I kid you not, it's sitting on a stand next to the desk just inside the door of the shop. Like every person that walks in to drop parts off, I'm like, yeah, so I got my brand new bike here the other day and they're just all like, oh, that's really nice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like don't care. Yeah. yeah nobody, nobody gives a shit. Exactly. <laughs> Kev. Kev Kev doesn't quite understand that anymore. He gets a new bike every year here, so you know he's not he's not quite on oh, this boy. level of. Hey, I still get the feeling. Okay. It ain't like I get these. It ain't like I get these things for free, man. Oh, I still get the right. feeling. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh no, yeah. You get a new set of wheels. You go stare at it for twenty minutes. You get a set of forks. Another twenty. Yeah. Minutes, stare at it. So, so I don't know, Kev. Do you pick out something on every bike though that drives you insane that they sell stock now on these things? That you're just like, you do all this cool shit and then you leave this one thing just absolutely wrong. Like you could do better. Um, I'm not gonna lie. No, I don't. I just uh, usually just get it and happy that I 
have it and ride it. <laughs> All right, so it's a small thing, okay? And I guess this makes me sound petty and, and like an asshole, but like, so these Yamahas are fucking amazing looking, right? They got the blue wheels. Yamahas. They got. Yeah, the, he's doing it again. They got the blue plug kit. They got the. They even. Yamaha. They even did the anodized blue valve cover, and then I have a fucking aluminum. Raw aluminum sprocket that looks like it's off a 1980s YZ125. And I'm just like, the rest of the bike looks killer. And then you get to the sprocket, and you're just like, man, did you guys really go back to the 80s and just refurb this or what? So, Tony, are, you up, are, you up, are, you, are you upset that it's silver? Yes. Like, if they'd have anodized it blue, I'd probably be okay with it. As it is, I had to order a new one because I cannot stand to look at it. Like, I got to put a new one on as soon as possible here because it just brings down the bike. 100 percent. Travis is yeah. very hard to please. Yeah, clearly, man. Well, yeah, like you know what, Christ, dude, you're the powder coat no, guy. Powder, powder coat the fucking thing. Somebody <laughs> that can powder coat. I mean, I could powder coat it, but it's not quite as cool as the anodized look. Plus, I don't have a machine to mill it out, so it looks cool. So I just ordered a new Renthal one. I mean, we're not associated with them, but I ordered one. So. Oh my well, god. Well, what'd you, what you order it through? We could have got you hooked up with Nika Metals, my guy. Uh, well, you know. Oh. Oh god. No, no, he's, he's finicky too. He's finicky. Try asking Cole about how hard it was to get him to uh, try and buy Garnet boots. He's not about it. I'm not about. Oh that. my. I'm not about that Garnet life, man. Yeah. What, what were you before? I the switch, and I'm pretty impressed. What am I before? I, I Dude, I wear Alpine Stars, man. Yeah, yeah, all right. Respect. So, yeah, because you're an Alpine Stars too, right? Or are you something Yeah, else? for sure. Okay, all right. No, no. Wanted to make sure we were on the same page there, wearing the superior oh. boot of choice. Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. See so hear that, Cole? Superior boot of choice. No, I, w- I wear I wear Garnet, and Justin's going to be wearing Garnet when he's packing my gate next year. Oh, okay. I'll be packing your gate next year? Oh, Jesus man. Christ. All right. Oh, All right. All right. Let's. We got Kev on the line here. Let's not waste any more of his time talking about our dumb shit. We can do that after he gets off here. So, <laughs> yeah. We have pro racer Kevin Moran, sponsored rider by the show, by the coatings company, whatever you want to call it. The money comes from here and goes to him. So, anyway, he was out this weekend dominating some arena cross, man. Kev, why don't you tell us about this arena cross? Because we kind of talked about it before we got you on the phone. And to be completely honest, no one was sure where you went to race. We just know you raced in an arena somewhere and uh, you dominated. So, watch. Yeah, dude, I didn't even know there was any racing going on. Yeah, like, so I honestly think it was probably the only race going on this weekend when it comes to indoor stuff. It was the opener of the Hoosier Arena Cross, uh, uh, obviously the Arena Cross stuff that they got going on. So the two series that are pretty much the predominant series now are the Hoosier Arena Cross, which used to be Nitro Arena Cross, if you ever remember that, um, and then the obviously the Kicker Arena Cross. So. From what I've understood, I don't know, but from what I've understood is the Kicker Arena Cross was the one that had the TV packages this past year, and apparently the Hoosier Arena Cross has them this year. I don't know if that's true or whatnot, but yes, long story short, we were in Oklahoma um, in a small arena doing some, uh, some Arena Cross racing, and yes, it went very well. I was going to say, oh, yeah. you, you were, uh, what, number one qualifier in both classes. You were you won both classes. Did you do two motos, one moto? Was it heat and then mains? So, it? It was, so we did two rounds. So it was Friday night was one was round one, and then, you know, wake up, a whole nother round 
different racing, same series, obviously, but so round two was Saturday night. Um, so you go in, the pros come in, and you they actually do it pretty nice. They have transponders and everything. You qualify, and then you get your gate pick and your heat based off your qualifying. So we came in. Um, we were just riding the uh, stock practice bike, uh, so it's actually what I ended up having to race at Paula this year uh, because I had problems with the race bike. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was just on the stalker, and we came out and qualified first in the first night. So P1 was nice, came in, we won both heats, because there's 250 and 450 class, and they have two heats for each uh, class, and then obviously an LTQ, and then they take all the people to the main um, that qualify. So won both my heats, and then went to mains, won the first main pretty, not, I don't want to say easily, but I had a little gap, so I didn't have to stress or anything like that, I was just riding my ride. And then the second one, which was probably the video you guys all have seen, uh, was pretty wild because Grant, which is another two-digit uh, holder um, racer that was there, so it was pretty much me and him uh, going at it. He got the whole shot on me, and on the third lap in that exact section that video is taken of, uh, I missed the 3-3. Three, three. So that was like the big line was going 3-3 three, three out of that in, through that section, which he missed it on the last lap. So that's why that ended up happening, that video. But long story short, I cased it, came up really short, split, my rear tire split off the face um, in the first uh, the first night for that situation. And so he gained probably about three seconds on me from that mistake because I, like, faced the bars, like, barely rode it out kind of thing. And that was third lap. So I was like, all right, well, I got, like, I don't know how many minutes left, maybe eight minutes left of this uh, uh, moto because they're short lap times and it's 15-lap 15 15 main. So I just started plugging away. I started kind of inching closer to him. And then when we kind of hit lappers, uh, they obviously didn't help him out too much. And he made a couple crucial mistakes with like three laps to go. So last two laps, I was right on his rear wheel again. Um, and I was like pretty much to the point where like, okay, Kev, like you already proved your point. Like you caught up to him and got back up on his rear wheel. But I'm not going to sit here and like T-bone anybody. Um but when he missed that triple-triple on the last lap, I was like, all right, it's game on. Like, I tripled, and I was going to triple to the inside. And he had to have felt me, I'm sure, like, get the triple. So he was trying to protect his inside. and But homie came in way, way too tight. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, so, like, I pretty much landed on his bar. And so it threw me off and then turned my bar into him. And then we just completely destroyed each other. But I got up and, like, half a second ran to the bike grabbed it and still won so it was wild uh but yeah we talked yeah that's that. a hell of a way to win right there yeah oh, dude, shit. It, it was exciting man so and like so like i came off and like i finished and i was thinking to myself like i got up fast as hell but i was like all right like if i got second or something like i'll be pissed like i just rolled over to uh i knew i was on the podium or whatever so i rolled over there and i roll up and i'm like did i win and they're like, yeah, you won. I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was, I was stoked there and then came back the second night. And the second night was uh, a lot cleaner for me. Just rode even better than the first night also and just pretty much whooped up. So it was pretty sweet. Sick. They got a good payout? Yeah, like, so they paid uh, 500 a main to win and then um, – for sweeping it all, they give you so like if you take all four mains, so both mains, both nights, uh, they give you a bonus of five hundred as well. So like I walked nice. away with twenty five hundred bucks, but oh, I also that's 
all that is going directly to a set of a kit for my 450 because my goal this year is to probably be racing 250 east coast and then i'm going to hit all the west rounds on the 450 is kind of what i'm thinking okay yeah i mean that yeah i like that too just because uh I mean, with the schedule and everything, it's not really your traditional East and West Coast, so I don't feel like travel is going to be terrible. Sounds like a lot of guys are actually doing that. Yeah, I mean, I know it's going to be stacked. Like, it's going to be. But when you have, you know, three rounds in one location, like, it's it's different for every racer. But, like, say somebody in my position, right? Like, I am solely responsible for all of my expenses. Like, I don't have my parents paying for anything. So, if you think about it, it just makes so much more sense to travel to one position, you can be there for three races. Not only am I getting experience on the 450 that I want to get experience on because I honestly love riding it just at home and everything. Like I ride it really good, but you also have potential to make money, get experience, get better training than you can at a training facility. Cause it's literally race pace and, and you're not having to spend money training. Like it's like a quadruple win. Right. Um, so, what what brand are you on? Are you going to be on a KTM 450 or an Austrian bike? I mean, I guess no. I'll be I'll be KTM. So, like right now, at the beginning of this year, I got three bikes from Letco Cycles KTM, which is a, a dealership close to me in Kansas City. Um, so, I got two 250s and one 450. But the 450 I got was like a leftover from the year prior. So, I got two 2020 250s and a 2019 450. So my goal, which I've already sold one of the 250s, but I'm going to sell this other one that I got that I just had all rebuilt, the race bike. So I'm selling both 250s to get two new 250s to go into next year with. And then I'm going to like purchase to own my 450 um, so then I can keep it and race it in the 450 class uh, at the West Rounds is kind of my plan. Cool. Um, you still got Zot uh, doing your motors and stuff? Yeah, so, like, that that's a whole other situation after this weekend is, so we got done racing at 1. I got back to the hotel probably around 1 a.m. So we went to bed 1 a.m. Saturday. We woke up at 5 a.m. on Sunday morning to drive back to Topeka, which is about a four-hour drive or whatever. So let's just say we got home at 9.30, unloaded, stripped down the bike, the practice bike that I rode uh, or I raced on, uh, washed it, cleaned it, turned everything back to stock, OEM plastics, OEM wheels, like everything back to pretty much like new. So that way it was ready to sell. So that was from like 9.30 to 4.30 p.m. So then I showered, I ate, loaded everything up, the race bike stuff, and drove all the way up to Illinois the same day. So I got there probably about 1.30 a.m., just slept in a Walmart parking lot in my van, got up at 7, went over to Tom's, we rebuilt the uh, race bike, put it all back, like, because we had framed, and then put it all back together. Loaded up around probably 5 p.m. from there on Sunday and drove all the way back down to Topeka, and I got home at probably 3 a.m. last night. Solid. Oh, the weekend right there. <laughs> I don't yeah, know that so, shit. Yeah, I know. So I went from racing two nights in a row, staying up to, like, one or two each night, and then just did it two more nights in a row as well, just driving. Yeah, used to do those shit with the Buku Arena Cross and then try to go hit the Toyota Arena Cross, so you'd pretty much be on the road for a week straight. Yeah, so it's been a little bit of a grind the last couple of days. 
Privateer life, baby. Love it. Not fun, man. Dave, not fun. Your life. <laughs> taking showers in fucking arena. Well, I guess not nowadays, but back in the day, taking showers in fucking arena bathrooms and stuff. <laughs> but, man, I mean, even though it's kind of a grind and it, it sucks at times, some of the stories you probably have to tell are probably pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just the memory. And, like... This, honestly, like I, I like it regardless. Like memories or not, like I just like it because I like I like the satisfaction of being busy and making progress in my racing, plus my program and everything. Like it's pretty easy to have motivation. Sweet. Hey, I mean, all What's I'm saying up? is if you haven't slept in a Walmart parking lot, you haven't really lived. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've I've got high numbers of that. Hey, have you done have you done it in Oakland, California yet? Because that one's closed down. Um, so that you know that's even sketchier down there. So I did that one. So I've uh, I've stayed in some sketchy sketchy places. I definitely make sure to try to back up to a pole or a tree every time I sleep. <laughs> well, St. Louis are fun too. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. St. I think St. Louis, St. Louis is a good time. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, so I know we kind of talked a little bit earlier through text. Um, do you have, I know you haven't, you didn't tell me you quite decided yet training facility wise for next year, anything you can tell us yet or. Um, no, I don't have any confirmation. I'm working on trying to get down to MTF right now just cause the goat farm is kind of, I don't think, really a thing this year. Pretty sure Star's taking that over. I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'm all the guys that were down at the farm are now at MTF. I feel like I fit in really well there. It's just trying to get it, uh, you know, to a point where I can actually afford it and see what it, what it, what it is that I need to afford uh, to be down there because I think I'd fit in well there. And I could – so, it's either going to be MTF, Club 57 – uh, down with Brad because they just got a super cross track built. If I can't get into NTF, it's kind of my backup plan. And then my backup backup plan is just to go down to uh, Robbie Rainers, which is probably it's down in Oklahoma, so it's not super far away for me. But I would rather be in Florida just for the sake of being able to kind of ride year round and not have to worry about snow and weather as much. So that's kind of where I sit right now. Is I hope I can get into NTF. It's just whether I can truly make it happen. Cool. Yeah, that'd be sick. And then you got GPF right next door. I don't. I think everything's kind of kosher where you can go over there and ride too if you really wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure, but I know it is weird how like literally just a fence separates the two. Yeah. yeah. That is a weird situation. So, so Kev, have you been uh, have you been keeping up with any of the silly season stuff that's been going on? Like the the every all the pieces moving around, or do you not keep up with that in the off season? Are you saying? Did you say facilities or like no silly athlete? No silly season. Like yeah, like the athletes moving around, like everybody changing oh. teams and stuff. Do you ever keep up on that, or do you just kind of ignore all that? No, I, I kind of do. I'm not gonna lie. I was like shell shocked when I saw Savage on KTM today. Okay, that was about <laughs> to be my first question. <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy shit! I figured like he was just kind of screwing the pooch on himself, and he wasn't gonna have a ride. And then all of a sudden, I see him, and then I, so I saw Bogle and him. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah, and then where the hell did that go? The first person I saw. Oh, he's in court. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness, dude. I've heard this. So, like, uh, uh, the first thing I thought was, like, oh, damn, they just made a three-man team. I was like, that's a kind of a blow to Benny because, like, I'm really good buddies with Benny. Because I was like, oh, damn, they throw a three t- three-man team with Savachi but not with Benny. And then all of a sudden I didn't see Baggett. I'm like, holy crap, they dropped Baggett? But, yeah, I heard kind of the same thing. They're kind of in disputes. 
I guess there's a whole line of people waiting to, uh, if everything goes through, a whole line of people that are going to be uh, right behind Baggett. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of uh, heard similar stories. All, all Rocky Mountain people, is that, is that what you guys are hearing? Yeah, that's what I've heard. I don't know what Kevin's heard. Like but mechanics and stuff too, Justin. Yeah, pretty much there's a whole line of people that I guess haven't gotten paid. Whoa. Let's call old Jason Thomas and get which some money. Which seems really <laughs> weird because I feel like the Butler, the, I feel like the Butler brothers are kind of on the up and ups with shit. So like to hear that is a little shocking to me. That is but. super weird. And the thing that's shocking to me is, you know, with all the COVID stuff, how much did Rocky Mountains online sales you know, benefit from that? You'd think they'd have a little more money to throw around too. Oh, that's, that's what I would think. It's got to be huge. So. Um, Kevin, well, my question is: Is what is Baggett gonna do? Like, is he done, or is he gonna try to find something different? Well, did he sell his facility? Does anybody know if he actually sold it or is still up for sale? I heard that was a joke, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, to be real honest. Okay. All right. I don't know. I I just seen it yeah, was up I for mean, sale, and I didn't really check anything else out. I heard that was a joke. Yeah. And then I heard on Pulp uh, today that his dad was running his mouth that Blake could make as much money as he makes riding working for him and JTC seemed to think that that was not really a possibility and if he could he should go running away and go do that right now but i i don't really know definitely interesting Dude, um here's what we're gonna do but Baggett i do you see Baggett as a guy that would go buy his own bike and bet on himself like wilson and those guys have done in the past you do think or don't think i don't think he'd be that kind of guy no oh yeah well Kevin, have you ever talked to him or heard or anything like that? Do you know, you think he's one of those guys or? Uh, I don't know him a whole lot personally. Like I went over there and talked to him, and because like I was hanging out with Benny down in Salt Lake City when Supercross was happening down there, and I got to talk to Blake in their house that they were all staying. The whole Rocky Mountain people group was staying in, um, but I haven't like like I don't have a personal connection with him. Let's put it that way. So okay, I would have no idea, but I could kind of agree. I don't know which one of y'all said it, but I kind of. I don't know if I could see him trying to do the private cure style stuff. Like I could probably see him maybe retiring before he does that, but I don't know. So he, yeah, I mean, I gotta think throughout his career, he's been well paid. Oh, for yeah. sure. Here, um, here's the here's the rumor we're starting. We're gonna start a rumor right here. They start, oh, Jesus. They, they started oh, it on pulp last night. We're gonna continue it here. Baggett and Hill are going to get together, and they're creating nope. a super team. Nope. Yep, 100%. Nope. 100%. Baggett and Hill super team. That's what they're calling it, too. No, plot twist. Plot twist. Baggett goes back to Baker's factory and just comes out and just annihilates everybody. <laughs> <laughs> on his own bikes? Yeah, on his own bike. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually heard that the Hill brothers were, like, yeah, because that's another thing. Like, what the heck did Hill do to get dropped there? Like, what happened there? Oh, they told but, him to show playing up. guitar. They show Man, up. both of those guys are just like a, a mystery when it comes to that stuff. Well, that, <laughs> playing guitar. Hill and Hill. Bro, Hill I, and Hill. I've been on the podcast. I was told that the Hill brothers are got something going, that they're going to try to create their own little thing. But I have – that is completely just hearsay. I have no factual evidence on that. I, got, I would see that happening with a monster claw involved. Probably. Yeah, well, never mind. And O'Neal gear. Uh, I don't think Fox will get rid of Josh. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. But, yeah, no, I I heard that he was told by MCR to uh, to show up at the track with the contract signed because they were trying to get him to do it. He showed up at the track to ride, and they said, where's the contract? He said, I don't have it. And they said, okay, bye. 
think the whole MCR deal has just been weird. It's just been like a revolving door of who was supposed to and who is and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's all right. It's fine. I mean, Tony Alessi runs it, so it makes sense. They got a good team now, man. So anyway, um, oh, they do for sure. Kevin, are you doing are you doing TPJ next year again, or do you not know yet? Um. I haven't signed anything put that way, but like that's the the direction that it's going. Okay. I had some other things that were kind of other possibilities with some new teams coming up, but COVID's pretty much thrashed all funding for new people, so uh, it's looking like probably TPJ is the way to go. Is, uh, is still in uh, flag gear? Are you uh, going to be in anything else? No, I mean I don't, I that is the one thing. Even if I switch teams, I would fight as hard as I could to stay in fly. Like, fly has treated me so well, and I honestly just love all of their products. I feel very safe in their helmet and everything. Like, I would, no matter where I went, what i do, I'd fight to, to stay with fly for sure. How long have you been with fly now? Um, three years, two or three years. I don't know, but it's been a damn good two or three years. Okay. Yeah, I remember, like, before that, just the, the brief stint with, because uh, this is right when I had started working for Liat. You were with Liat. Um, yes. Yeah, so I like worked I was, for them for a little while. Yeah, I had, uh, I was full giddy up from head to toe with Liat. Uh, but, yeah, as soon as I, it was actually, no, it, was, it had to have been last year, because I, that's when I got on board with the Custom Tire Sports Group, and they got me hooked up with the fly situation, and it just kind of built in from there, and it's gone really, really well. Heck yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, even though I worked for Leah, I could not get on board with the shape of their helmet. Yeah, oh, I Jesus. got so much. Like I repped y'all's helmet for you, and I got so much shit for how dumb I looked. I just, I kept going. I just kept doing it. This was oh, like a weekly thing with Cole a couple years ago with the helmets. Just it was a weekly thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and me like working for them, I could not wear anything else. Like I had where, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but the ones they have now look way way better. They kind of look. Yeah, like I mean, helmet. like honestly, like you wore them, Kevin. Like the the technology in them was very similar to what the formula is. Just yeah, the shell was just god awful. Yeah, it was very Euro. Like I don't. It wasn't even Euro. It was just like out of a cereal box. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh. But, is is Monarch Heavy Hall going to be all over your shrouds again, or are we? Uh, do I need to do I need to go into the budget funds and find some from some money from TLR Coatings here for uh, to get the whole shroud this year? Is that is that what we need to do? Oh, I I think I think that uh, we can have a great discussion. I think that's the discussion <laughs> needs to be had, but I do I do <laughs> I do believe that the uh, the Monarch Heavy Hall is probably going to stay in that Okay, well, I mean, if they if they have that position locked down, I, I don't think I'll I'll fight that because judging by what I've seen that they do, I feel like they have a lot more money than me. So we'll just we'll just go <laughs> ahead and may, maybe we'll work on like a, a fender or something for for a yeah, sticker deal. I won't fight for the crowd though. I'll just I'll just stay, yeah. I'll stay in my lane here. Okay, we'll just stay in stay in our lane over here. So, oh man! But hey, I mean, no, I pre I appreciate everything. Well, hey, not a problem, man. I mean, you rep us good. Like I said, when you uh, were sending me that video stuff the other day with the pit bike, it, it's uh, it's it's above and beyond what I could have expected from uh, from someone. I mean, there's certain riders that won't even DM me back. We won't mention any names. But Jeff Walker. <laughs> oh wait, sorry, I just did it for you. Oh, Jesus. blow him out there. Um, but anyway, That's okay. So um, yeah, so I know. So 
Kev, I said 15, 20 minutes. I know we're probably getting past that now. So, you know, whenever. No, you're good. I don't got nothing going on. I kind of like BSing. Okay. Well, I was going to say, so we're, we were going to go through the, uh, we're going to go through the 250 class. So as long as you want to stay on and BS some 250s and whatever else we get into here, you're more than welcome. Whenever you want to jump off, you just let us know. It's not a big deal. So, because sometimes Justin gets to talking, man, and he just, he'll talk. To oh, okay, man. All right. All right. Well, there's only going to be one name arguing about. It's There's only going to be one name on this list that me and Travis are really going to argue about. Okay, which one is it? Who, Give, it, you, to where do you, where Give it to me. What? Give it to me. It's going to be Forkner, isn't it? Oh, it's going to be about Forkner. Oh, yeah. God. Forky. It's going to be about Austin. It's well, going to hey, we know. Hey, we have, we, have a for, we have a guy. I mean, Kev, you've rode with Forkner, right? At Rainbow? Yeah, like I know him. We, we grew up together. Oh, okay. All right, cool. What do you – Oh, oh God. God. Here we go. You're oh, going to be politically – you're going to be politically correct here. I know you All are. right, so let's just set the scene before we even talk about it. Travis is a hater. I'm a believer, and we'll just go with that. I'm, I'm – so, yeah. so we're pretty raw on here. We, we won't be politically correct. But oh, yeah, we're never politically correct. Position, you can be politically correct if you want. Yeah, we it's pretty much will good. say whatever the hell we want to. So, you know. Oh, we know. Don't feel don't feel bad here. So, all right, Kevin, why don't you why don't you give us your thoughts on Forkner for coming up in twenty twenty one here? Um, I think it's his time to get it done. Uh, I mean, I think everybody thinks that. Like he's done it. He's obviously one of the better riders. He just got to put it together realistically. Like let's be really honest. Uh, but no, uh, I'm not gonna sit here and you know pump him up or talk crap on him either way. Waffle, waffle, waffle. He needs to focus a little bit more. Like going was through the woods, the, uh, he needs to was focus? the female a little bit of a... Oh, Jesus. I would... I have no actual uh, idea. Like, we're not we're not nearly as close as we used to be. Um, but I have no actual idea. But I can only imagine from oh, some God. of the stuff that I've heard that it has to be a factor. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, you know, if he could just, you know, maybe not crash 67 times in oh, practice God. would be great. Bro, that was 2019, man. He rarely hit the deck this year in he, practice. He rarely? Rarely. I, honestly, rarely. I, 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 I had Jeannie ask you at the beginning of the year uh, down at the goat farm, like Jeannie Carmichael. And she's like, who do you got? And I was like, I'm going to be really honest. Like, I think Austin got this. And, oh, no, it was actually two years ago because I remember that uh, – because Marty was down at the farm at that time, too. Yes. And uh, she was all pissed that I picked Austin over Marty. I'm like, let's be honest. Like, you got a 30-year-old or you got, you know, a hungry 20-year-old. Uh, but, no, same situation this year. Like, I honestly thought Austin had it. He rode really good. He didn't mess up. I don't know if it was, like, what, the third round or whatever that he, like, crashed twice. And then I think it was A2. Yeah. I think it was A2. I was like, well, that's uh, – looks like an awesome thing to do but then he was just super solid and i honestly like if that wouldn't have happened to him he would have won that championship at the end but like at the same time like i was just like wow that was i mean he's done the last two years the exact same way so it was shitty to watch this is as a who friend he is. it was shitty to watch for him this is who he is he hits the deck i don't he can't no. get it done I'm oh my god you. no they couldn't get it done either like honestly, who is there that that's on his level now that Fernandez is gone? No one. Dude, there's nobody. I don't think Jets. They nobody. Don't. Jets. Jets still. It's he's still a year away Jet. from being on that level. Nah, I'm on that Golden right. Jet train, bro. 
No. And Golden Jet's going to get year, in man. his head, and then he's just going to hit the deck more, and it's going to be glorious. He's going to have to beat him. On top. Oh. He's going to have to beat him to get in his head, and it's not going to happen. Dude, Jet's going to slowly. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. He's gone. We don't have those thoughts in our head anymore. Wait, who? Uh, Austin. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Whoa, wait, what? (laughs) Hold on, breaking news. Wait, I don't know what just happened. What what was just talked about? (laughs) I I thought he was, you know, home life was better. No, you know, no family to worry about, but I guess not. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. We're breaking See, I mean, news for, on the show, so baby. With that, this does not go on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, so this is like Moto TMZ shit. But, I mean, that that's a, for a kid that age and all the distractions with social media, a girl that's playing games with you, you're, you know, you're finding your place in life with a female, I guess. You know, you're, you're chasing ass. And, you know, when you got that kind of stuff playing with your head too, it's got to be a factor. Yeah, like like again, like I'll sit here and say like, you know, I'm sure somebody at some point show Austin this. Like, dude, I'm all about Austin, but we are we are not like as good as friends we used to be. Just with both of us racing, like we kind of just haven't been around each other as much. So, no, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you guys all of his information that I've like heard and everything, but like. I would, I would have to agree with. I don't know which one of y'all just said that, but like, it has to take a toll at some point. Like, if you think, if like, just I, get, I'm putting myself in his shoes, right? Think about Kevin. I don't have a chick or anything like that. I don't have that kind of like, honestly, time with being a privateer. I think it'd probably be a little bit different if you're on a factory team and everything was kind of handled for you. But if you think about it, when it just comes to the time and the amount of focus that you have to have to be at this level, like yep. having some kind of chick that is, you know, doing stuff like that and whatnot, like, it take it would have to take a toll that would just make you unfocused and not work as hard as if you only had to worry about yourself. To an Good like, race to the track snacks. That, that right, sounds, I mean... Yeah, like, that sounds selfish, but it's just honest. Yeah, I Good mean, rhythm. exactly. Like, I put my, if I put myself in his shoes and, I mean, you have a girl like that, that you're all in. Like if you're from the from the way it looks outside looking in, like you're all in on this chick, and then you start hearing things, you know, where I, you know, just to be blunt, she's banging other dudes or something like that, you know. (laughs) You know, I mean, mean, just to be blunt, that's just how that's just how the moto industry is. I mean, we've heard it time and time again. If you you want to talk about if you want to talk about J Martin Star, oh god, yeah. (laughs) If you want to keep opening cans, Jake Weimer. Yeah, if you just want to go stories on stories on stories, like yeah, that takes a toll on those guys. It's just it's a factor you gotta you gotta think about. So. Oh, okay, so all serious. So, so yeah, well we'll get off that topic. Forkner Fork is the stories. title favorite, <laughs> but if if the rumors we're hearing on this show are true, which you know rumors always start with a kernel of the truth here, if if she's back in his life, uh. It, it, uh, it, yeah, that, uh, then, uh, then he's not the title favorite in my mind at all. Uh, I will neither confirm or deny said statement, but I will say that uh, nice politically I, correct. I, that was nice. I, I believe that I believe he's got it this year. Like, I, I, if he doesn't have it this year, I really don't know what's next for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think no, he's the favorite. And even I think 
the the pressure over you know under that semi from Kawasaki, from Mitch, from all those guys. Like he is supposed to be their guy, and he was their guy for the last two years, and just one mistake blew it. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. I think that no matter what coast, he's going to be. He's got to be the favorite. Pretty much. Yeah. No, hundred percent. So, can we move on to another guy on that team that's got to get it done this year? Um, and, I mean, literally has to get it done, or his career might be over. Jordan Smith? Anybody? Any? Oh, man. He's got to get it done, right? There's just he But he's not going to, though. I don't, I don't. I think all the injuries that have piled up on him the last couple of years, it, it, he looks like this, you know, he does this every year before season starts. He puts out all these videos at MTS, and look, I like Smitty, like – Travis, you know I do. Like I've liked Smitty for a long time. I know, you know, I'm we're on I think the same he's a, page. I think he's a good dude, but I think that I just don't know. Last year he was, or this year I should say, he was a tick off. Like I know he was hurt, but he hasn't really been the same guy since the since 2018. And I think that that's part of all those injuries. And I just, I don't know. I mean, I'll go so far as to say this. Like I know that you're hesitant about Seth Hamaker, but. Smitty might be the worst guy on the PC team when it's all said and done. And I hate saying that because I really like Jordan, but I I, I think he might be. And, and that's just mind-blowing to me to to hear you say that about a guy that had the red plate for almost the whole season. All the way down oh, I know. Oh, I know. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of on the same page. I, I really – he's just a, a huge question mark for me at this point. Kevin, any you got any insights on him? You ever met him or anything? Uh, I mean, I met him down. I've been down because obviously I raced down at the goat farm, and I went over to MTS a couple days that we couldn't be at the farm. Um, so, like, I've seen him and talked to him a little bit, but, like, I don't know him personally, put it that way. So, no, I have no insight on that whatsoever. You, do, you, uh, do you think it's do or die for him this year as far as career-wise almost? I honestly don't know. Like, I don't pay attention to him as much as I pay attention to like Austin and the other like I guess you could say actual buddies I have so I don't know I haven't followed his past as much as I do the other guys but okay. like if you give me the option of you know say Austin and him are in the same coast like it's everybody's picking Austin over him oh yeah yeah 100% um do you know do you know this Hamaker kid yeah I know Seth okay what do you what do you think of him so here's where I'm skeptical because Justin's gonna be like well Travis doesn't believe in him here's where I'm skeptical right now he I don't fucking sound like that he, he's had Epstein bar okay and he's super young to have had Epstein already so that's where it makes me nervous of like I know once you get it you're more susceptible to it and you've already had it when you're this young like dude you've got a long career ahead of you of trying to keep this in balance so if yeah, I mean, I got I got Epstein Bar last year at the end of outdoors. No shit. Okay. Well. Yeah. So like, oh, it's gnarly. It's not fun. Uh, yeah, because I was like a consistent top twenty guy uh, last year in outdoors. Not 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 this year. This past year, like the year before that. Yeah, twenty nineteen. What twenty nineteen? Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's nothing to joke around about because I was like always in the top twenty in the last three rounds. Like I was like twenty fifth, and I was like dogging out. So. Uh, no, I think it's tough, but if you if you ask me, Seth's got my vote. I think he's going to do good. I don't know about Supercross, per se, because like, he's going to be complete rookie on that. I don't know how much indoor experience he has, but outdoors, dude's going to be solid. Well, let me tell you about the indoor experience I know he has. I was at this Hobunk Arena Cross race in Grand Rapids like two or three years ago, and he was there 
with Jimmy Albertson. <laughs> and I don't actually remember how he wrote. I just remember him being there. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, what? Wow. I was there, and I don't remember him there. Yeah, he was there, dude. No, we're you're thinking of Lance Kobush. No, Hamaker was there. You're too. thinking of Kobush. Hamaker was there, too. Oh, no, you're cum drunk, Saint Dog. No. It's Kobush. No Kobush was there. Hamaker was there, too. I'm telling you. Dude, when you was this? How many years ago? Two? The one at the Delta Plex? Yeah. Yeah, you're hammered. He was there. <laughs> Maybe you were hammered. You're, you're hammered drunk. I it's actually, Kobush, I'm telling you, bro. Here, you guys, you guys keep chatting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop on the old results here. All right, you pop on the old results. Okay. All right, so let's let's stay on that team for a minute, and we'll talk about one of your boys, uh, Travis. Okay. I'm gonna tell you right now, Cameron McAdoo. And you know, I like you know also am a McAdoo believer. Wackers, but I think this baby. year he needs to. I think he needs to get it done this year. I think he needs to get it done in order to keep getting decent rides, but I think he's a possible winner. Like Wait. as of, like, mains? Yes. I think he can get it done Ooh. in a main. I Man, could maybe see him winning a main. I thought you were about to say winner of the championship. Yeah, no. I was about to go. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I don't think so. Look, we no. are, we are not him, title people. Like... We, are, we are race winners. We are podiums, and we better not be outside that top five this year. No, I can see that. That's reasonable. I just think he needs to get it done because this – and like I said, I like McAdoo, but pretty much he's been getting rides year after year, really good rides. And not to say he's not deserving of them because we saw at the end in Salt Lake how good he was. Too. Yeah, you know, with TLD and Geico and now Pro Circuit. But with all the uncertainty that's going on in the moto industry right now and all these guys that are left without rides, like he needs to get it done and prove why he keeps getting these rides because – I think he's caught, he's he's on the same boat as, as Smitty, but I think it's people are going to start looking at him sideways a little bit if this year he can't get it done. And in my opinion, getting it done for him, he he needs to be, I think, top three in points in whatever coast he's on. Yeah, uh, Travis. Okay, go ahead. Here we go. Hold on. Are you ready? Yep. It was Lance Kobush. Told you. Hamaker wasn't there at all either night. No, absolutely not. Well, fuck me. <laughs> look, look, bro. You want to know why I was there? I was there for one reason. Diana Dahlgren. Yeah, yes. I know. Oh, yes. Larry exactly. the fucking enticer guy. Exactly. Oh, Jesus. No, I was not there for him. I could have cared less if he was there. All right. I was there for one reason, one reason only. I got a picture with her. It was awesome. And she touched her hand. You didn't wash her for like a month. I touched her lower back <laughs> oh, in a very oh, appropriate God. fashion. Okay. When it's we not appropriate picture, anymore. I gave a good thumbs up, like a Travis Pastrana one. She signed the calendar oh, with an XO. I think she liked me, and we were off. And your dreams, man. Yeah, I mean, whatever. All right. Anyway. So, so what about the last guy on that team, a signing that hasn't really been uh, put out to the press yet, but Shimoda? Sushi? Yeah, what are we thinking? Um, Yo, uh, he got signed. I heard he was on PC, but like, so they're gonna have a five man roster. Yep. Yeah, but it sounds like it's Supercross only, which I find very weird for Joe to sign a Supercross only deal. Does he? Uh, I think he just because the I guess the Phoenix thing's off the the table. Wow. Really? Because he, he was being. I mean, from what I had heard and understood, he was being very picky with the whole Phoenix thing. Yeah. Like West Coast or nothing. Like gear, right, too? Fox gear, nothing, yeah. like all this stuff. So, 
Does anybody find um, it weird how much money and how much pressure Honda put on Geico to make him part of that team? And then which as is soon still as the weird team to me. goes away, they just drop him? They just have nothing for him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Japan forgot about him. Like, that's wild to me. Well, I'm, they moved money over to Phoenix, and I believe that was their goal was to, to get him locked down. Um, but Phoenix has, obviously, the moose gear. And the uh, and nobody wants to be in that. And, yeah, and they're based out they're based out of North Carolina, kind of like JGR was, and he wasn't will, willing to make that move. So, so do we think he's going to be better on the PC bike? I mean, I don't know. Man. I don't. I see him in about the same spot as he was on the on the Geico bike. I mean, you know, his starts are going to be better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I don't know a lot about him. Uh, in Mitch's program and all that stuff, I think it's just going to be a, a weird combination, to be honest with you. I, don't I mean, he looked good at the end outdoors. Yeah, he yeah. did. It's weird that it's, he's a supercross only. I agree with that. Like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me at all. Like, you hire this kid who's only ran one year of supercross, and, like, he did all right. Like, don't get me wrong, in the end of Salt Lake, he was he was up there. But I don't know, man. That It's a weird situation for me. No, I agree. I agree. Right, um, I don't idea. know. I just, I see him. You know what was he last year? You know, five to ten guy. I think he got what one one podium, two podiums at the end of Supercross. I mean, that's when the field started going. You know, started to be depleted a little bit. But I, I feel like he at least got one podium. Yeah, something so. like that. So okay, let's. Yeah, um, I see him. I see him hovering around fifth. Okay. Let's uh, um, let's transition here to the next team up on the list here. And then we've been at this for almost an hour. So you boys want to do like this next team and then we'll cut it and we'll do another recording some point here with the rest of the teams since we kind of got off no, track and did the, no, yeah, talk I'm down with that. And then I got, I got a random goat farm question for Kevin. Okay. Let's do, let's talk HRC here quick and then we can go to the goat farm question for Kev. And then we'll, we'll call it a night here since we've been at this. Uh, so HRC, we got we got the Lawrence brothers. So uh, is Hunter going to make more than like three Supercross races this year, or is that going to be his thing? Yes. Yeah. Hard yes. Okay. Great. Did he get surgery or something, or what? what like, because I know he's what was he doing? He was struggling with shoulder stuff, right? Yeah, his shoulder popped out at the second Loretta's race. I want to say, like, just popped out. Didn't yeah. crash or anything. I would hope he had surgery. It came out again at Paula. Yeah, so, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, he was having surgery, but they said he shouldn't have any problem getting back for uh, Houston one if he was racing there. So, yeah, I think he makes it through the whole year. What? I mean, I don't know how he's going to do, okay, but I think he's going to make it through the whole year. Okay, great. Um, so we have next to no information on him, but he could possibly win an outdoor title, which is crazy. Uh, so let's talk about Golden Jet then. Uh, he's he's another he's another title favorite, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. If we, we saw it together. together. Yeah, because that's another thing. I'm I'm on the fence if he's going to make it through the whole Supercross season without at least missing a race. Like you yeah, want to talk about offset all you want, that. but. Like, Jet, I think at some point is going to hit the ground because he's going to do the same thing he did this past year, and he's going to rely more on his natural talent than his technique. And I feel like he's just going to hit the ground at some point. I feel like we are yeah, going to win lots of races. 
would you this wee shit? And, and There's no wee. I also feel like Ralph's gonna have a huge boner That's hilarious. In, the, uh, in the booth the whole year for him. So, so you think he's gonna win a lot, no matter what? Yep, hundred percent. No matter who's on the coast. Yep, hundred percent. And why do you believe this? Because, and why do you believe this? Because we have a whole nother year of training under our belt. We're on an HRC Our bike belt. now. Our belt. We're in a God. semi with Kenny and Chase. I mean, bro, we're we're in this now. Oh, God. <laughs> I also you are such a homer. Jeff, you are amazing. such a homer. We are bringing the ruckus wanna... to that ass, boys. Don't you worry. You are such a homer. <laughs> yeah, he definitely made a lot more money than probably a lot of guys in the paddock this offseason. So what happens if he just, you know, fucking falls on his face not gonna happen oh it's not gonna happen oh no. so you're super certain of that because that that's is, never that happened the, before in motocross that is the next ken roxon right there you bite your tongue you not, son of a bitch not bite my tongue at all that is the next ken roxon right there red no bull, not even honda oh yeah red bull kenny had, already, kenny had already won a title by the time he was jet's age look bro yeah. i don't want to talk i don't want to talk about that about the you know the, the man that's got one outdoor moto win and no supercross wins and you're already claiming he's the next ken rock bro he's 16 <laughs> he's moved God. around his whole life following in his brother's footsteps now he's finding you his footing such a homer he's silky God, fucking i wish you were around in the j-law era oh my <laughs> that would have been awesome Bro, just because, I it. just because me and J Law have done some blow off some hookers' asses together is not a big deal, all right? It's oh totally my god! Fine. <laughs> all right, so if you don't think so, you don't think Jet wins multiple races? I don't know because we don't really have a lot of information on him. That's the thing on the coast, dude. Because I can see a guy like Colt Nichols coming out and beating him. Um, I mean, you got. I mean, like it's you got RJ, you got Craig, you got J Mart, you got all these different guys. I mean, there's some hitters, man, but I, I don't know. I'm all in on Jet, bro. Golden. I jet. just, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not believing that he's going to be the next big thing. I'm not talking Ken Roxon big, but dude, you're going off very, very limited amount of information, and he didn't even make it through the entire Supercross season. Cole, Travis, you Cole, know who you sound like right now? Cole, can you look up if GoldenJet.com is available? No, can you? All right, Kevin, what do you think? Uh, if you have my honest opinion, I'm a Jet fan. I'm a freaking racer. He's younger than me, but I'm right, a Jet baby. Fan. So, Bob, are you buying into this whole what Travis is saying? Like, do you believe uh, in all that? I think you're getting a little obsessive. I think there we go. That's oh, there we go. I, I think he's going to open some eyes. But if we're talking championship material, I think we're talking a little bit. We're a little bit out from that, I think. See, because I don't think everybody on this phone call and everybody in the industry all agrees he's talented. I don't think anybody's saying he's not. But I just think that to start claiming he's already going to be the next Ken Roxon when Ken Roxon already won a title by age 17, it's a little too much. I mean, the kid doesn't even have a Supercross win yet. No, but he's been damn close. He has. No, like I said, I'm not taking anything away from him, but I just think it's a little early to start claiming that he's going to do this because – Hey, we see what pressure, what that kind of pressure does to kids in this industry, and it crushes them. All I'm saying oh, is, yeah. is compared to the other kids that have come out, these rookies, in the last, say, two years here, how long ago did Forkner come in? Because he was pretty good. 16. I was gonna say, okay, yeah, so, I was going to say it's been at least three or four. So you go back, and he's definitely back, done more than Jed already did. I was say, you go back two, three years, there really, since Forkner has not been a rookie come in and fucking showed what, jet has so and then like we keep saying 
the class is kind of emptied out here. I mean, you have Forkner and you have some hitters, but you don't have real hardcore title contenders as far as SX goes um, in the class anymore. You just don't. I don't know, man. I just think it's a lot of pressure. I think it's, I think that kid's got a lot of pressure on right. him, and it would not shock me at all if he crumbles a little bit. Yeah, I mean, when you got when you got a Red Bull helmet on your head, when you have a company like Alpine Stars investing in you, and now you're under the legit HRC factory rig yeah. that's not had a factory team for at least for the 250s in a long time. Bro, he's Australian. He doesn't feel pressure. Okay, I don't know. I don't know how else to tell you this. It's not a thing for them. All right. I'm just saying I think that 2021 is a little early. I think that 2022 we can start talking about total domination or whatever you want to call it. All right. Well, we'll is see it, about that. We'll see about is that. It, uh, is it still too early to talk about, you know, contract negotiations where they're like, hey, uh, you know, cut this cut this up a little bit and give, give Hunter some love too? <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that talk about that. <laughs> Uh, do you think that do you think that's what the deal is, or do you think people are actually believing in Hunter as well? I, I think people are still believing in him, but I think there's still belief, but I think it's definitely they've done a good job of marketing themselves as the Lawrence brothers. Um, so it kind of works its way into a package deal. Okay. So. No, no. All right. I, you you guys both know I had my panic button out ready to slam that thing for Hunter. And I told you, hold off, and you didn't, and then we were fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, whatever. Then we were fine, man. We were fine. Yeah, I guess to wrap it up, we'll, we'll go into the uh, the goat farm question I had. So Yeah, let's do this. Is, yeah, no, so this has always just been a really interesting thing to me was uh, Motocross Action did that article a long time ago about that little shack that's on the property, just full of factory Suzuki parts. Yeah. Uh, what, has anybody done anything about that, came in and bought all that shit, or is it just still sitting there to this day? Uh, I don't think it's like, I don't want to say legal, but I'm pretty sure nobody can buy it because it's like factory equipment. Like, So what's kind of crazy about it is so out there, like, in the woods and whatnot, like, you know his lime green frames that he back, had back in the day? Yep. Like, they didn't do anything with those. They can't sell those. Like, nobody else, I don't know what's so special about them, but they're literally just sitting in the woods. Like, literally just the lime green frames are just sitting out in the woods. Jeez. I, it, like, it'd be so interesting just going there and seeing that stuff. And it'll be really interesting to see if what the star boys do if they do take over that place if they're going to keep all that stuff around or dispose of it or what's going to go on there that would be kind of interesting i'm not sure but uh yeah there's it was pretty pretty legit being down there it's pretty cool seeing everything there's like there's it, it <laughs> the dude had so many like there's literally just like super cross podium trophies in the dirt broken like not even cared about oh my gosh can you imagine just no. like, like, oh, third, wild. third place, this thing's yeah, yeah, there's like third, there. second, third. <laughs> Just bury oh. in the backyard next to the fringe. I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't win. Fuck it. I don't need it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been told, too. Like, I don't have any actual – I didn't hear this from Ricky or anything. This is just from people that were down there said that, like, the Supercross tracks are built, like, on top of all sorts of, like – old factory parts and stuff that they literally just had to bury so nobody else could use them. Jesus. I, yeah. yeah, I've heard that. So, like, there's a... 
Nick Adams told us that, Justin. You'll know that name. So back oh, God. He was, yeah, so when he was doing, uh, when he was about to sign with Yamaha Troy there back in the day, they, they he that's what he said. They'd bury all the parts, and everybody was like, yeah, you're full of shit. But you can imagine just going out there with a dozer and some of the stuff you would dig up would be just phenomenal. Fill a museum. Oh, can't even, can't, can't even fathom. I can't even fathom. I don't know what I would do. What's I mean, the, it would be crazy. What's the back way into the property where we can get into that barn? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Honestly, the whole time I was there, there's only one way in. The only way that I know. They're right up there. And it's got a gate on it. It's a big property. I'm sure we could find a way. They got. They well, have, I will. They have drones. I will say no now. more. <laughs> so. All right. Well, cool. Well, Kev, thanks for coming on tonight, man. Thanks for uh, doing the interview and sticking around to uh, talk a little shop here, talk a little uh, little 250 preview on a couple of teams here, and uh, you other two assholes. Well, I mean, it was been fun, but now I don't miss your voice quite so much anymore. Wow. Okay, dickhead. <laughs> Bro, don't act like that's out of the norm for us. Okay. But, oh, yeah. Justin, Justin and I will start our own pot, and we'll put you to the ground. Oh, yeah, oh. Me, man. Speaking, speaking <laughs> of speaking of starting our own, Justin, you want to know what keeps popping up on my on my Facebook memories? What? Uh, the vlogs from when we went to California in fucking whatever it was, seventeen or whatever. Oh, for a one. Yeah, yeah. that keeps popping up, dude. All the different ones. Uh, from Jesus. That, however many ten That's days. That's a sign, dude. We Back up shop. We're going to Houston. But. That's the sign. Yeah, may, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, I want to try to go, but I saw something the other day that Ticketmaster was going to make you either get a, a COVID test or a COVID whatever to to go to stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm out on that then. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not going to Yeah, I'm out on shoving a Q-tip in my nose. Yeah, I don't, I don't need it unless I go the, to the hospital and they tell me I have to do it, which I probably should be dying at that point. So, anyway, um, yeah, so I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens here once ticket goes tickets go on sale, but whatever, so – um, Are you talking about for the Supercross? Uh, well, I was. It, I mean, it was for anything. The thing I saw was talking about like if you bought concert tickets through Ticketmaster, and I don't know that it's a confirmed thing yet, but it was something that someone had seen somewhere or whatever that they were throwing around. That like, yeah, if you were to buy tickets to go to one of these events, in order to get your tickets to go to those events, you would have to either take a COVID test or show proof of a COVID vaccine. Uh, oh wow yeah which that. like i said if that's the case like i'm out i will just watch it on tv and then call kevin and be like so bro how was this <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> like we're gonna have to pay you some more because i'm gonna be using you as my on the ground analysis there hey so, i would be just fine with that <laughs> oh my God. like more money <laughs> that opened up a whole yeah, I wish you wouldn't have told me that. Now my mind is like it's it's in nothing that thing. it's nothing that's set in stone yet, and we won't get into the political weeds here until we get off this podcast. But it just yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. So with that being said, before the batteries die on the recorder here, I will wrap this up. So thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show. We will be back soon here since we still got plenty of time before H1. Uh, with uh, another episode talking about more 250 H1N1. H1N1? Yeah, that was another virus. Anyway, uh, so thanks for tuning in, and we will see everyone later. I'll talk to you later, boys. All right. Thanks, man. Take it easy.